As leaders, it's so easy for us to get caught up in tasks, strategies, and our to-dos. But all of those things have no value if we don't know how to take care of the people we oversee. If strategies and tasks cause us to neglect our people, then no matter the results we're getting, they're worthless. So how do we lead at a high level, get incredible results, while still taking care of our people? Well, welcome to the Good Leader Podcast. Good afternoon or good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Good Leader Podcast. I once again am joined by Josh. Have you seen my mustache, Kluge? He, ladies and gentlemen, is here today on just still out on maternity leave, you know, having babies, making babies, doing a lot of things with babies. Not Kluge, though. No, sir. He's dedicated to the pod, and I appreciate him being here. Josh, what's new in your world? What's happening over there no on that side of the No babies here, man. No babies here. Oh, my goodness. I'm fired up today. I'm fired up today, Josh. I'm feeling so good about today's podcast. I'm calling it right here, right now. This is going to be one of the best podcasts we've ever had. I don't care if anybody's listening because we're going to have so much fun today. Here's what I'm guaranteeing. We're going to have some fun. We're going to give you some new ideas. And if you're an entrepreneur out there, which you should be, if you're a good leader, I believe good leaders are entrepreneurial. They think differently. They are strategic yeah. in the way they think. They, they try things. They take risks. They realize, I'm not going to do what I've always done. I'm going to get what I've always gotten. I'm going to take a step forward. I'm going to charge that mountain. Let's seize the day. Here we go. Seize it. Seize it. Let's seize this day right now. This is our last episode in the entrepreneurship series, specifically if you're out there starting a business. But as we talked on the last one, if you're not starting a business, that's not the sole definition of entrepreneurship. If you are a good leader out there with your team, with your organization, you're trying new things. This is the episode where we're really going to talk about leading people, teaming up with people, because as a business owner, we start out often with tasks. We start out as a doer, a reactor. I have a job. I do my job. But then as we branch out on our thinking and we say, I want to have more autonomy, maybe I do want to start a business, then we grow to where we think of the icky guy, we niche that down, you know, or niche if you're fancy, you know, you want to church it up, it's niche, but for the rednecks, it's okay, we niche it down, we niche or it niche down, it. we say, this is exactly what I want to do, great, we icky guy that thing, you know, we ask those big four questions, do I enjoy doing it, am I good at it, will I get paid for it, and does the world need it? If it answers yes to all four of those, you may indeed have a side business. You might have a project, but then you ask yourself those positions. Am I in the position to take this risk? Do I have the time to dedicate to it? And if, it, if it's not, that's okay. There's this whole world in the middle, like we talked about, that entrepreneurship is not changing the world. Being a business owner doesn't mean that it has to be your full-time job. Maybe it's a great little side gig, and that's fantastic. Give yourself permission for this world of possibility. It's not, entrepreneurship is not an all-or-nothing endeavor, no matter how much they might say it. It's just not. You can be entrepreneurial in the margins, in the small things, on the side, here and there. I'm entrepreneurial in the way that I parent. I'm entrepreneurial in the way that I run my department. I'm entrepreneurial in the way that I type my emails. That's entrepreneurship. Because now, then you actually get into what we talked about with project-based thinking where you move from just tasks, the day-to-day, the to-do list, and you're really going, okay, what's a project that gets me closer to my goal? Remember, yeah. projects, they have more than one step, they have a deadline, and then you evaluate. That's project-based thinking because that's what allows you to really be entrepreneurial, to say, this didn't work. 
Let's try something else. Or this worked great. Let's do this again. But now this is the next level. And this is really where I believe I've personally evolved. And to be completely candid, I wish I would have evolved sooner. I wish I would have thought of this earlier. I wish I would have adopted some of these practices earlier. And that's moved from project-based thinking to people-based thinking. And this is really where, from an entrepreneurial standpoint, a business leadership, business ownership, you can catapult. And I think there are some ways to do it. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to dispel some myths today, Josh. I'm going to try to bust through some myths that people have that keep us from working with people as strategically and as effectively as we can. Hmm. Now, I'm not just talking about good leadership as in like being an encourager of people, listening to people. We cover that a lot and we will certainly continue to do so. Those are some some themes that continually resonate at the Good Leader Podcast. But this is more about, hey, I own a business and I want to move to people-based thinking. Hey, I have a project, but how do I even multiply that project more quickly or scale this thing? That's what we're going to talk about today. But before we do that, Josh, before we yeah. do that, you know, we've got a few segments that we've been able to introduce. Ooh, it's from, my favorite from time. time. To time. It's your favorite time. We're really going to go to the Ted Lasso moment of the day. (laughs) Here we go. I love that we've gone from shaming Ange for her age and her lack of cultural awareness (laughs) to one specific thing in culture. It all surrounds culture these days. That's right. That's exactly it. So here it is. (laughs) The Ted Lasso moment of the day. Now, I'm going to let you choose. All right, I'm gonna let okay. you choose. Now, if you yes, do you have a Ted Lasso moment of the day? Did you come prepare? Whoa, Josh, I brought a pencil to class. Kluge. <laughs> you know what I think? I think if you had to go to class 10 times, you would forget a Scantron nine. You seem Me? like a big, yeah, you seem like a big, hey, can I can I borrow a Scantron kind of guy? Bro, listen. You're right. I nailed it. I knew it. You're definitely like, no, oh, no, shoot. listen. Yeah. Hey, hey, uh, excuse me. Young, young, pretty girl right next to me. The pretty girl in class that has the Scantrons. She's got a crisp pack. She's opening up the brand new pack of Scantrons. What's up, hey. Chris Pack? Hey, girl, I see that crisp pack. <laughs> I don't like that. Ew. I don't, you got that, I don't you got like that, that fresh. You got that fresh Scantron smell. Hit me up. Uh, Hit me up. Come on. No, I would, I would remember. It was funny, though, because. There would be times where I would go on these stints of like super prepared and knowing my stuff, doing the work, all that stuff. And people would then want to come to me and be like, yo, dude, oh, like help, hook me up, help me out. And I would look at them and be like, sorry, bro, should have came prepared. And I would just totally just hardball them. But then there would be the moments where I would be in need and I'd be like, can someone please? I'm doing the same thing. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. And everyone so down to help me out. But Ted Lasso. Okay, let me have it. You got a moment? I'm ready. I'm ready for your moment. Here's the thing, though. My moment is from an episode that I know you haven't seen. No, then don't so spoil it. No spoilers. <laughs> stop. You can't do it. No, you know I'm only on like at like episode eight. You got to stop. Okay, stop. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. Stop. Okay, okay. Right. Everybody your out turn. there listening. Your turn. Your turn. Your I'm turn. not trying to ruin the moment, and I'm not even trying to give spoilers. Like My moments are more like one-liners. Okay, so I got a moment. Here's my moment. Ted Lasso, here's the quote. I'm not even going to use proper names for no spoilers. You know the names. You know the names, but everybody should go watch it. I think you might be so sure that you're one in a million that you forget that out there, you're just one of 11. Dude. Oh, that is such a good line. Such a good line. So he's telling this guy, I know you think you're one of a million. You're so sure of yourself that you're one of a million. You forget that you're just one of 11. Gosh. Oh, it's so good. 
So good. Humility, teamwork, relying on other people, trusting other people. This is the People Podcast today. This is how to start a business, solo entrepreneurship. I remember a few years ago, I was involved in another podcast and we were interviewing someone and her entire bit was called Solopreneur. And as I was interviewing her, it was about like this resiliency and grit and like doing it on your own. And it was like, you can do this, set on your own and do it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I can respect that. I can respect the perseverance and the grit and kind of like, you know, me versus the world attitude. But here's the thing. The world's not against most of us. Like, it's like you with the Scantron. Like, you know, (laughs) hey, will you help me out? Sure. I'll help you out, bro. There are people that are willing to help. So it's not you versus the world. So how do we connect with people, partner with people to get further down the line? All right. Mm -hmm. That's what today is about. Because the first shift in our thinking that we talked about was to go from like task-oriented thinking to project-based thinking, where I know, okay, mm-hmm. this is the project. It gets us down the road. It's time-bound. It focuses on my goal, all that. The next step is really when you start to catapult, in my opinion, is when you go to people-based thinking and you recognize it's not just me versus the world. I can collaborate right. with other people. And it's not just about bringing other people on. This is where even get entrepreneurial in the way that you partner with people, in the way that you lead your team. I got three specific ways, no matter where you are, no matter who you are, whether you are starting a business, whether you're at a company, whether you're in a traditional leadership position, or whether you have a team of one or a team of 1,000, this applies to you today. Of everything we talked about with entrepreneurship, this is where entrepreneurship and leadership meet. This is the intersection. Today is the day where it's like the Good Leader Podcast is going to tell you and show you where, you know, John Maxwell said, whoever said it was lonely at the top is doing it wrong. I totally Hmm. believe that, that it doesn't just have to be like, well, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. People aren't going to like me. Well, I'm going to be a good boss. Got to tell people the way it is. And sometimes you're going to have to deal with it. They're just going to suck it up. Yeah, right. Not necessarily true. That's why I say I want to abolish all of those myths. And so if you're starting out on your own, One myth that I want to start is it's not you versus the world. I really thought that early on in entrepreneurship. Now, let me me clarify. I didn't think it was people against me, but I felt like Mm -hmm. this is my thing. I should do it on my own. I felt bad to ask for help. I felt like I'm not going to call Josh and have him help me with the podcast. I mean, I I can't pay him. I can't do this. I don't know. I'll just have to figure it out. And I had this real like... I just have to figure this stuff out. Uh, Not true. That's a myth. That's a total myth. If you're out Mm. there and you're thinking about starting a side business, I don't even know who you are. And I can tell you, you got a dozen people in your life that will be willing to help you. I guarantee it. We just don't think that way. We just don't think that way. I think it's because we're trained to think selfishly or think that that's a selfish motive or that I've got to do. No, 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 no. There's there. And I'm going to share specific ways that you can recruit people to work with people to really give to build them up and to receive and to partner in in specific strategic ways to help build your business to help build them up and that's on the business ownership side on the big picture entrepreneurship side it's all about leadership it's all about starting a business with people it's all about leading people it's all about scaling with people when we get back from the break we are going to quiz josh kluge and we're going to share these three ways to team up with people today
first segment was mostly about Ted Lasso, and that's good. Now what? <laughs> All right. Ted Lasso, I'm partway through season one. Now, Josh, are there one, two, three seasons? How many seasons are there? There are two. There are two. Thus okay. far. They're releasing, they're in the middle of like releasing the second season, right? Like it's a week to week drop. Season two's done. We know okay. season three is definitely going to happen. Oh, yeah. Okay, good, good, good. Okay, great. So I'm not that far behind. But Ted Lasso, if you haven't caught it, you should check it out. It's really awesome. Especially if you like the Good Leader podcast, you're probably going to like Ted Lasso. Now, full disclosure, you know, uh, they, they say a lot of curse words, Josh. I'm just going to tell you. You yeah, know, who told, yeah, I, you I did. You warned me. You. you warned me of that. You warned me of that. But I want to let everybody know, you know, it's got the E for explicit. But I'm going to quiz you. Okay. Ted Lasso, great leader, right? Great leader, hey. motivating. But we've had this entrepreneurship tilt. So I'm going to ask you to name, according to Investopedia, oh, according yeah, to your website, Investopedia, actually seems pretty legit. So shout out to Investopedia, sponsor of the show today. Investopedia, name the top 10 entrepreneurs of all time. Okay. That's our quiz today. Now, I will say I picked this list because I was like, okay, this is a good list. This is a gettable list. This is not like, okay, I don't know. I will say it's, a, it's an American-dominated list, so okay. there may be a better list out there. Like the top, you know, I, like I don't even know if the founder of Alibaba is on here. Yeah, that yeah, individual yeah, yeah. should probably be on this list, not on this list. I, I need to clarify the parameters. Go ahead. Are we talking those that have made the most money or what they've built has left a mark and has changed industry? It, it, it seems to be a combination of both. Okay. Now, this was in 2020, okay? So, it's a fairly recent list, but it's an all-timer list, okay? Now, I will say they didn't go ancient. You know, like King Solomon's not on here, you know? Yeah. I don't know if he would count. But they went like Henry Ford. Henry Ford is on the list. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Edison? Edison on the list. Nice. I didn't know if you'd get Wright him. Brothers? Wright Brothers, not on the list. Great example, um, though. It's a great idea. Great idea. Gates? Gates on the list. Billy made um, the list. Did Stevie make the list? Stevie made the list. Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, right there. Nice. So I'm at five? You're at five, I believe. Okay. Uh, Bezos? He did not make the list. What? I was, I was fairly surprised. I'm going to see if you want to change him. So the, the two modern ones are Jobs and Gates. Okay. 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 Oh, cool. That, gives, that helps me. Yep. Um, There's one, two, three, four. You should get four of the next five. Okay, no pressure. <laughs> That's a great line. He said, okay, no pressure. I just I just believe, Josh, he's great at quizzes, Kluge. You know, you earn your nicknames. Earn your nicknames yes. right here. Yeah, although I didn't bring the Scantron, what I left on the Scantron, <laughs> immaculate. What You want some hints? Are you ready for hints? No, I need to get my brain back. You can do this. Okay, you can do so this. we talk entrepreneurs. We talk Greatest entrepreneurs of all time. Think like wealthiest, wealthiest Americans. Oh, really made yeah, an impact. We got this. That kind of vibe. We got Buffett. Warren Buffett makes the list. Okay. We've got Walt Disney. Bingo. I knew you'd get it. I knew it was there. I knew it was there the whole time. You were on the okay. Now you're getting back. You're getting back in the rhythm. Walt Disney. Of course. And I would say Disney, man, Disney may be the best all around list. You can go inventions. You can go like, man, thinking differently, yeah. a new era, new markets, new technologies, and mm -hmm. wealth. Man, that guy. Yeah. So Walt Disney definitely making the list. Okay. You got a few more okay. here. You got a couple of old school titans that make every list. I think one, I've even read some articles where this individual was like the wealthiest person ever 
according like like wealthier than like the King Solomon's if if you account for inflation and like like I don't know that that's true, but I've read What's it. What's the dude that uh his grandson got abducted and he like his grandson gets wow. abducted. This is a good story. There's this movie about this. Grandson okay. gets abducted. Crazy Raising Arizona. Guy. Yes. Starring <laughs> yeah. Nicolas Cage. Great movie. And that is my final guess, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> okay, his no, grandson this, gets abducted. Grandson gets abducted. They send a ransom letter, and grandpa is like crazy uh, wealthy dude, but stingy and will not at all pay the fine what or won't pay, pay, the pay the ransom won't pay the ransom i gotta see this movie now i don't even yeah. know if it's one of these Dude, people you're awesome. talking about um i'll send you the link whenever i figure out what it was i believe actually ooh, hot little moment kevin spacey was the guy that paid the, <laughs> played the grandpa but then poor that's one a totally now. different movie that's a totally different movie now <laughs> yeah so then they there's they refilmed the whole thing whoa after kevin really spacey's fall from fame or wow. fall from 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 culture. Anyways, okay, so we we are at let me let's get let's do this. You got let's see. Fine. You got one, two, you got four yeah. left to guess. You got four, left, four to left to guess. Let's see. Two of them you should definitely get. They're like the old titans. One of them's really hard and the other one deserves to be on this list, but I could get that you wouldn't think of them. You definitely know three you definitely know all four names. Three of these four I would say are guessable. Old Dude, school old, old titans talking, is like the men who built America kind of vibe, you know, oil, steel. Uh, so John D. Rockefeller, John Rockefeller. D. Rockefeller that's dang. like, the, he's the richest ever. I think. Yes. Yes. The money man. Yes. And Andrew Carnegie, Bethlehem oh. steel, huge entrepreneurship. His story is actually really cool. Uh, and then you've got, okay. The other one that I was like, could be guessable. I could understand if you weren't getting Sam Walton, Sam Walton made the list. Yes, Walmart taking hundred percent. The other one that Walmart I was man. really surprised by is Charles Schwab. Charles Schwab, like usually known guy? as yeah, Charles Schwab, usually known as Chuck, took Merrill's love of the little guy and belief in volume over price into the internet age. When Mayday opened the doors for negotiated fees, all broker trades had previously been the same price. Schwab was the first to offer discount brokerage for the individual investor. So there you go. He was huh. like, yeah, Chuck Schwab made it like cheap and easy for people to invest. Shouts to Who Chuck. Knew? Shouts to GameStop. I didn't know that one. That was a good one. All right, here's the thing. And this has been a trend through all of this entrepreneurship conversation. You're probably not going to make the top 10 list. All right? Can we just eat some humble pie? I'm probably never going to make that top 10 list of entrepreneurs. And I think so much stops us because of that. Like we're so wrapped up in like making the history books that we don't just follow the next step, the next passion, that if this isn't going to make me a millionaire, then I'm not even going to do it. When it could be very fulfilling, it could provide a nice little side gig. It could be the thing that leads me to the thing. The thing that you're doing now and the thing that you think is going to be it is probably not it, but if you do that thing, it will lead you to the thing that will be the thing. Yeah. Seriously, that sounds ridiculous, but it's so <laughs> true. Like, you know- We've seen it when, over and over again. Just keep saying it. If you keep the thing, th plan, 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 plan. Oh, no. The word became a sound. Sorry, Ted Lasso moment. Uh, all right. The thing that you're stepping into, that project-based thinking, it really, really escalates when you go to people-based thinking. Now, what I believe that you don't see with every single one of those powerful individuals, innovative entrepreneurs, they did not do it by themselves. They did not. They were not alone. There's a headliner. 
They're the person. They're the history books. I get it. But they had incredible teams around them. So if we take ego out of the picture and we say, okay, forget about being the man or the woman on the the headliner, forget making the next Apple-like disruption to the universe and just say, does it Ikigai? Do I love doing this? Do I want to do this? Does it, does it pay me some money? Do people want it? And it does. Think of the projects and take those next steps. And the next steps should involve people. Take someone with you on this journey. One of the myths that I busted earlier in this episode was the fact that if you think of entrepreneurship and business ownership, and I want to do this thing, we often think that I've got to do it on my own. The second myth, the second myth is that there's honor in doing it by yourself. That's a myth. Yeah. That is such a myth. I, I I don't know if you'll agree with me on this, Josh, but I just think that is such overinflated ego. Or, oh, yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I did this. Who? Nobody cares. Literally, no one Only cares. Only you care. Only you care about doing this by yourself and wearing this as a badge of honor, like I did this. We even glamorize it. Like I'm thinking of Hollywood movies where it's like, uh, you know, like the, I'm thinking of that, you know, the Daddy precipice Warbucks. moment. Yes. And where it's this like this moment of like, no one can take this away from me. I did this. Okay, mm-hmm. actually, they can take it away from you probably. And no one's ever going to know that you did this by yourself. Furthermore, yeah. if we're talking the Good Leader podcast here, the honor comes when you share the wealth. The goodness of life comes when you brought it. The spotlight only grows bigger when you share it with other people. When you bring people along with you, that's when you really start reaping joy. I can tell you, as a person who has seen highs and lows in entrepreneurship, I have had wins, I have had losses. I have had much, I have had little. I have been broke and I have had money. There have been times that it's gone well and times that it has gone to crap in a handbasket. It's been awful. Through all the highs and lows, the best parts, the parts that matter are the parts that are shared. It's the parts that are with other people that you can look around. Even to this day, when I look at our team and I can share these memories of success with them, when I can share, remember when we used to not have a podcast. Remember when we didn't even have an office. Remember when we were barely scraping by. Remember when we we had that event and it was hilarious and we it all fell apart. Remember when we were carrying boxes through Arizona? Were you on that Arizona trip, Josh? Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. you were. I carried yeah. boxes. <laughs> remember, car- remember when we had to carry all, lug all these boxes through Arizona? You remember that crazy stuff? Those are the moments. That's when you go, yes, that's what I enjoy now. You know what I never think about? The moments that I was by myself that no one knows about. We have this myth that yeah. it's honorable. Like, I did this on my own. I did it my way, Frank Sinatra. No, I'm no, that's not good leadership to me. That's poor leadership. That's actually no leadership. You're leading no one. You're doing the thing by yourself without the joy of community and togetherness. Mm-hmm. But how do you do that? How do you bring other people with you, especially if you are an entrepreneur? You're starting on your own. It's a small business, and I have no money, and I have no resources, and it's over here on the side, and it is kind of my idea. What do I do? This is where I say, I wish I would have thought of this earlier. I wish it would have evolved to this point to where I didn't think I had to do it on my own, and then I recognized other people were willing to be a part of this thing. If I would have just brought them along maybe a little bit sooner, well, here are three ways. Now, this 
remember I told you, this is where leadership and entrepreneurship meet. And so whether you are starting a business or you're leading a team in a traditional setting, here are three ways. The first one is delegate. Now, delegation is often misinterpreted in poor form. So here's another Mm -hmm. myth that we're going to bust. Yeah, baggage a lot. There you go, right? Like that word, even like, wow, delegate. Well, that's not, delegate is not a negative word if done well, okay? Mm. Because we often think of delegation, honestly, as just passing on the work that we don't want to do to someone lesser than us. This is how a lot of us have experienced it. That's how I've experienced it. That's not good delegation, I should say. Delegation is much more akin to empowerment. Delegation is much more akin to, especially, okay, so what is, so we should have an entire episode on this, by the way, Josh, let's, let's not forget this because I I don't want to just rant for a long time. So I'm going to give my brief thoughts. Delegation is when you trust someone else to do the job that you could probably do better. (laughs) And that's okay. Like you realize there are some things, especially, especially when we're talking about entrepreneurship and we talk about truly giving authority and empowerment there's sometimes I could do this better by myself or I could do this better on my own, but I'm going to delegate this and give it to somebody else and empower them. So on the entrepreneurship journey, what does that mean? Let's say you really are out there on your own. Delegation is when you bring other people on your team and help them fulfill a dream that they have. It's when you mm-hmm. can help them come along the way. So that's my second one. So delegation is in the workplace. Let's say a traditional work setting. Delegation is when you give authority and responsibility in tandem. Poor delegation is the responsibility. Get this task done with no responsibility or with no authority. You see what I'm saying there? I'm, you're not giving 100%. any power. You're not giving any decision making. You're not giving any authority. You're just telling someone, quote unquote, beneath you to get the crap done. Do this. It's responsibility. Here, I don't want to do it. You do it. But when you give authority and responsibility, that's when you can empower people. And that's good delegation. Now, in the workplace, we could break that down to the nth degree. So we'll do that on a future episode. But let's stick with the entrepreneurship idea for a second. And in the workplace, if you are thinking about projects and you're bringing people on board, so let's say a project like this, like our podcast. This is a project within a bigger scope of paradigm shift what we do. I'm trying to bring people along with me. Now, I might do it well sometimes. I might do it poorly sometimes. But Josh, I think you would even say, oh, yeah, you can see that. Like, like Ange is a part of this. You're a part of this. We're bringing other people that you've heard on this podcast interviewed because our team is a part of this. That yeah. I'm delegating that authority saying, hey, I could just talk about this by myself every single week. I don't want to do that. Kyle, I want you to come on and talk about this. Olivia, yeah. you're, you know more than I do about this. Please come on and share your expertise. That's delegating authority and shared responsibility to create buy-in in the workplace on a project. This is where you let people in on the decision-making. This is where if your project is, we've got to redesign this. I could do it all by myself. I'm going to delegate some of these decisions. I'm going to delegate this. That's what entrepreneurs do. They think in terms of people. That's if you want to go to the next level in your business ownership. Maybe you're a business owner out there and you're successful. You've been at 10 people for a long time. And you do want to grow, you want to make some more income, you want to make some changes, make a larger dent in the universe, fantastic. Shift from projects. You've probably got the project part down because you're a successful business owner. Mm. Shift to people. What authority do you need to give away? That's the risk. The risk becomes decision-making. I'm giving you the decision, and I'm risking 
the decision will not be exactly what I would make, but it will be close and it will be effective and it will be good. That's all delegation. Delegation is very akin to, remember, we're talking about teaming up with people. We're talking about people thinking, going from project-based thinking only to people and who should be involved in this project. Even on the managerial level, like I just said, and this is my final thought here, instead of just going, this is the project we need to do, the next level question is, who needs to run this project? Not me. That's the next level. That's scaling your business. If you want to scale your business, remove yourself from the equation. Scaling your business when you start might be, what new project do I need to do? But then you get to a level where you say, it's not what pro- it's what project do we need to do and who should run it? That's scaling your business through people. Mm-hmm. It's giving that, delegating that authority, saying who needs to run it. That's where we are. That's where we are at Paradigm Shift. That's where I've had to shift my thinking this year is I w- I've had to go from project-based thinking. And I'll tell you, it's scary. Good leadership is scary. Good leadership is risky. Good leadership is giving away more than you're taking. As we grow and we have more resources, I have to give more of them away. But we didn't start out like that. Started out in a garage, in the side, had a full-time job. No one's on the payroll. How do you delegate to somebody when you got nobody on the payroll? (laughs) Like, yeah, that's great. Uh, hey, I've got my five-year-old. My five-year-old is uh, passing out flyers, and my three-year-old is sorting boxes. That's the delegation level I was at <laughs> early on with Paradigm Shift. This is where I missed it. So I'm speaking to you, good leader, entrepreneur out there. You got a dream. You got a vision. You got a side hustle. You got something you want to do. You're like, man, I really, whether it's I want to be a speaker, I, I, I want to be a, a leadership trainer, expert, something in the field. Maybe that's why you're listening to this. Maybe you're just like, man, I just, I'm encouraged by this. And I do have a, I've got a widget, a product, a service that I want to start. I see a need in my community. You know, there's a real gap here. I'm thinking about starting a lawn care business. All right, great. Start a lawn care business. You know, there's a real gap in the market. And I think I could start, you know, I think I could start an Amazon marketplace uh, job on the side. I just like it. I like buying and selling, trading, finding a good deal, turning it, flipping it, do it. Great. All those things. I'm talking to you. Delegates the first one, the way to work with people. The second one is team up. I alluded to this earlier when I said delegate with people by teaming up with them and feeding their passion. But if you're starting a business and you've got a graphic designer that's starting a business, share services, share services, swap services, team up with people. They're starting a business just like you. And it's the power of did. It's the power of the resume. It's the power of the the client list that they can legit say, I worked for Paradigm Shift. And you can say, well, I've got a graphic designer that I'm working with. And you start those conversations, which are true. Those are true and legitimate. We underestimate them so much because we say, well, I can't afford to hire a graphic designer. Well, no, well, they can't afford to find a client. So team up with each other. In this world of connectivity and globalization, it is easier than ever to find people out there who are working on something. So just honestly, one mention on Facebook, you throw it out there one time. Hey, I'm looking for a graphic designer that I can swap some work with. I guarantee you're going to get some hits. 100%. Hey, I'm looking for a print company that I can swap some work with. You're going to get some hits. You're going to get somebody who's interested. You're going to get somebody out there. And this is where you just got to get creative and team up with them. Build them up. 
Share those resources. Connect, connect, connect. If you've got a friend who runs a podcast, say, hey, I've got this friend who runs a podcast. They'll interview you. You work for me. I work for them. We're swapping out work and we're just helping each other. We're teaming up on this thing. Instead of just thinking of I pay people, it's I work with people. That's the switch in the verbiage. It's not I pay people. You can't afford to pay anybody. But I work with people. This is where I just think, and I don't even know, Josh, this is what I think of all the time. I think of like like the world of musicians and actors and, you know, you've got so many people that like, well, they sung on this one. And I know that there's money swapping hands, but I don't care about the money swapping hands. I just look and say, oh, wow, look, the Swan Brothers are featured on that Blake Shelton song. That's cool. Like, it's just featured. So this is your business featuring this other business. It's this Mm -hmm. person collaborating with this other person. I wish I would have done this earlier. Everybody needs an agent. It's people who can talk you up in front of other people that I can say, oh man, if you're looking for some graphic design work, actually, I just worked with, did you notice that verbiage? Oh, if you're looking for graphic design work, I just worked with, you know, intelligent design out of Oklahoma City. You should check them out. And then they can flip and they say, yeah, actually, I just worked with Paradigm Shift and they did some leadership training for our team. Wow. Oh, wow, you have a team? Yeah, the world doesn't know that it's you, your five-year-old and three-year-old. They just know that (laughs) your team is working with Paradigm Shift. We just minimize ourselves so much. And we think, I'm only one person here. I'm just doing this on the side. I can't afford to hire anybody. I don't have any money. I'm barely making ends meet as it is. Maybe this dream just isn't going to happen. Instead of saying, okay, I'm working on this project. What do I need? And who can provide it? And how do I collaborate with them? Let's work together. Let me find what you need and let me connect these resources. Teaming up with people is so, so huge in entrepreneurship circles and people love to do it. There are other people who are at your level. So many times we're either thinking too small or we're thinking too big. We think too small and we just say, I'm just, I don't have any money and I'm just one person. That's thinking too small. And then we just jump and we think too big. And it's like, well, if just, you know, if Google would hire me, you know, gosh, if I could just get uh, someone uh, from this gigantic podcast, you know, if Joe Rogan would just interview me on his podcast, you probably can't get Joe Rogan to interview you, but I bet you can get somebody to interview you. And I bet you can talk to people who are in your same sphere, who are a level at your level, just slightly above, two steps ahead that you can collaborate with. And finally, the last one. So remember, this is working with people. Delegate. Delegation is authority plus responsibility. Team up. Find people and share their passion. You get excited about their stuff and don't just ask them to get excited about yours. But if you Mm. will be their biggest cheerleader, man, they'll work with you. They will team up with you. And finally, the last one, hire it out. Hire it out. You don't have money to do it? Get some money. I wish I would have thought this way earlier. I did not. I was the bootstrap. I, the kind of guy, you know, like, well, I got to figure this out. I don't know. We're trying to take money in on our website. I don't know anything about building a website, but I'm going to spend 17 years building this website instead of finding somebody to team up with and even hire it out. But sincerely, entrepreneurship, how to start a business, do something on the side, working with people, because almost always, almost always, and this is the big kicker, Almost every time, if you give someone money, they like referring you in the future. 
They <laughs> love to talk about the people that are paying them. I just worked with Jared. You should talk to Jared. Hey, I just hired Josh Kluge to run my podcast. Hey, Josh, um, man, do you know anybody in the Nashville area that might be interested in our services? He almost feels obligated to find someone for you. Well, yeah, Jared, you just, you know, you just paid me. I'd love to hook you up. I definitely, yeah, you know, I've got some people. It almost always. Now, I get it. I get it. You're sitting there, and if you're like, I have no money, I get it. Hire it out. You can't hire everything out. But find out what is worth your investment that is greater than your time that you say, okay, it's going to take me 20 hours to get this done versus I could hire it out for $500, $1,000, $250, whatever the numbers are, and you hire it out. You get creative. This is where most people stop and they just think, I don't have the money. That's a fixed mindset. You switch it to a growth mindset and you say, I don't have the money yet. What would it take? Maybe you ask that, hey, it's $1,000 for you to build my website. Could I give you 10 payments of 100 bucks? You might say yes. Can I pay you 500 now and 500 in a month? Sure. Can I pay you this now and this later? Can we work something out? You know, I remember the old Dave Ramsey strategy. Is that the best you can do? That works a lot. Like, hey, it costs $1,000. Is that the best you can do? Especially when you're talking about most of the things we need whenever we're starting an entrepreneurship. It's a negotiable world. The problem mm-hmm. is when we get fixated on stopping too early. Always bring someone with you. Early on as a youth pastor, I remember this uh, older pastor that uh, I was talking to one day, and he gave me a great piece of advice, and he was talking about ministry, but it really goes with everything. And he just said, always take someone with you. He said, you're going to lunch, always take someone with you. If you're going to visit a school, always take someone with you. You go into the hospital to pray with people, always take someone with you. You go into a ball game, a graduation, always take someone with you. And in that world, in that space, that was either take a couple of youth kids with me, you know, that I could mentor, talk to, ask them how they were doing. In my world now, that's my team. That's, you know, I try to never, I think it was Peter Drucker that said, never waste a lunch. It's the same thing. And it can be the same thing for you. Never go by yourself. Always take someone with you. If you're doing something, if you're working on a project in your office, delegate some authority and bring someone with you. Heck, even if you do most of the work, but you celebrate the win with them, you lift them up, you build them up, you build their rapport, you build that trust, you build that resume, bring someone with you. If you're an entrepreneur out there and you're starting that business, who can you bring alongside with you? Who is another entrepreneur that you can team up with? Hey, let's get lunch together today. Hey, you're working virtually. I'm working virtually. We're working by ourselves. Hey, let's let's work from my house today. Let's work from my house this week and your house next week. Keep each other accountable. Build each other up. Share resources. Share networking. There are simple strategies if you just start thinking in terms of people, not just projects. The projects get you going. The people help you finish. I like that one, Josh. I think that's a good one to end on. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, then let's just end. Go be a good leader.